All right, we're here. It's uh, hey. it's episode six, seven, something like that. Uh, we're uh, we're back. I'm here with my brother Matthew. How are you, Matt? I'm I'm doing fine, Jeffrey. Thank you. Good, good. I'm glad you're doing fine. So uh, we're here. We're talking about the movie Independence Day. And uh, it's a big movie. I don't, you know, normally we start these things off, and I, Matt, I ask you to summarize what the movie is. But I, I don't know if I'm going to ask you to do it. But I, I think everybody knows what Independence Day is, and, uh, and I certainly hope they do. But why don't you go ahead and and paraphrase for everybody what Independence Day is? Well, Independence Day, of course, is the story of, um, <laughs> is it's the story that's the the. That's probably the worst way I could start off describing this movie is the story. Um, but it's about an alien invasion of Earth, basically, and gigantic spaceships uh, descend uh, across the world over every major city. And uh, they destroy a lot of uh, a lot of cities and buildings and famous landmarks and people and uh and people. Oh, and people. Yeah, there's people there. Yeah. A lot, oh, a lot of people die. Yeah, a lot of people die. Um, and then the rest of the movie is essentially about the um, I want to say the world. But really, let's face it. It's America. America, um, you know, gathering itself and, and banding together to defeat the aliens. And and that's and it's and it's a you know, this is kind of a holiday special because it takes place on the 4th of July. We should, you know, we should save this for the 4th. But um, but yeah, um, that's so, yeah, it happens on the 4th of July, it happens on Independence Day. And uh, that's the movie. Yeah, that's Independence and Day. I think Independence Day. You, I hope you've seen it. Yeah, I think uh, I think at this point everybody's probably seen I this movie. I felt like a total schmuck describe just you know trying to summarize the plot of that. Well, I I don't think you should feel like a total schmuck describing the plot of it because I'm going to start off, um, you know, in this show we say does it hold up and and this is a really big movie for us to be asking that question. But I, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to lead with this and and it's kind of my general takeaway on this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is basically, I feel like you are, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like you're blinded by technique in this mm. movie. And what I mean by that is I feel like all of the little technical kind of movie making things that you can do to make a movie good, they do. Yeah. I feel right. like there's a lot of holes and I shouldn't say I feel there are a lot of holes and there are, there are a lot of questionable uh, reactions and decisions by the characters and all of this, but it is so well packaged. The jokes and punchlines hit where they're supposed to hit the explosions and the kind of climactic things happen at the right time you know, the crescendos happen, the visuals all work. I mean, it. so you get lost in the movie-making quality of it. And I think it, you can ignore a lot of the things that happen uh, in the movie. And I, I so it was really tough because I found myself, it's kind of like, you know, ad, you know, how ads, all, all TV ads are like no longer than one second. 
shots because your mind has a hard time focusing on everything and you lose track of what's going on. It's like that's what happened. Like you end up watching it and like all of a sudden 20 minutes go by and you're like, oh, wow, there's a lot of things in there that I should have been writing down, but I I got blinded by all the stuff going on. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, I think it held, it holds up for me. It held up. I have okay. to say, I, um, cause this was a huge movie for us. This was like one of the big, like, I'd say one of probably one of the biggest, like summer tent pole, like popcorn movies, uh, of our lifetime. Because I just remember the, I remember the lead up to it in anticipation was huge and like the marketing was everywhere and it was like it was a big event this movie and my memory as seeing it when at, you know in the summer of 96 which was when I was like 10 and a half 11 years old was that it was the coolest fucking movie i'd ever seen yeah. in my entire life up to that point yes and it this was is, i think like it was the next big big one after jurassic park i agree that was, that was you the, just took the word right was, this out of was my like mind. Not that it's better because it's not a better movie, but it's but that but in terms of like the next big like really there were the really high expectations on a kind of summer event movie right. was definitely this one. Yeah, no, you took the words right out of my mouth with Jurassic Park because I was going to say you know it, for yeah. a mid '90s to early '90s popcorn kind of film, Jurassic Park obviously holds up. We, you know that that movie would never be on this podcast. That, that's um, like the that's like the standard like um, template that people should be following. Basically. Every movie ever should follow the the template of Jurassic Park because it hits all yep. the boxes. But I feel like Independence Day was right there for like big mm-hmm. kind of hit movie that was coming out. And so yeah, I agree with you. I remember this movie coming out. The cast was you know incredible. at the time was incredible they were all at their peak really um will smith was coming in he was the hot new thing coming in he was fresh off of bad boys um and you know obviously he was in fresh prince and he was starting to you know really become that kind of a-list actor um at the yeah. time which yeah we will get this, into yeah, watching this, it now versus, versus then um oh right yeah the whole yeah so we'll, we'll 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 hold that for a little bit but jeff goldblum is is fantastic oh, in this movie god, i can't um, i can't he's like the great guy he's the pullman greatest. Bill I just, pullman is, I, is amazing okay bill pullman i have so much to say oh, I, I, have, I have a ton to say about bill pullman he's the most conflicting so character he's the character that i as a teenager young really young person watching it the first time a lot of bill Pullman's character totally missed all of a lot of stuff and i'm watching it as an adult now going whoa whoa, 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 wait what 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 just happened (laughs) let's dive into bill pullman let's go right into it because i think if we both go give it to me what what would what did you take away from bill pullman i was okay for everyone's, if you haven't watched it, which is ridiculous if you haven't watched it, but if you haven't watched it, Bill Pullman's the president in this. In this He's the president, President Thomas Whitmore, and he he is like, oh, okay, okay. So as a character, first of all, this president is this is like one of the most idealized characters like I can think of. He's almost like a he's like a fan fiction version of a president. Yes. Like it's like it's like everything like he's he's uh he's he's kind of young, he's got a lot of integrity, he's got an enormous amount of integrity, he's just kind of down to earth, 
you know, um, and like he used to, he was like a, like a fighter pilot or something. And like, just like, and like when the, but I have to say, I had a real journey with this character because on the one hand, I was just appreciating Bill Pullman's performance because I think in a cast, this is a huge cast. It's really great. And everyone seems to kind of know the movie they're in, which is good. But I, the character who knew exactly what move the actor who knew exactly what movie he was in was Bill Pullman. Right. Bill Pullman knew exactly what he was doing in this part. And he, he has, he brings a tone of like an earnestness and, um, but somehow it feels cause there are some lines he has that are like, I mean, the speed, the big one is the big speech. Of course, oh, the, the speech is, is like one of the best movie epic. speeches ever i i love that speech yes it's it it is and like and part of me really wants to like go this is so cheesy and every time i watch it i'm like I get goosebumps blinded by and technique be- i'm telling you it's well, if you it's, read it's, if you read that speech outside of the movie it you're you're reading it going this is this is totally yeah. cheesy but then you watch the movie and it works you're just you're you, yeah. you're well, wholeheartedly sold into it. Totally, and I think it's because of Bill Pullman. It's because the thing that I realized because I was trying to because it's like because he is he's like he's just really in the zone with this character. Like he knows exactly the right tone to do it, and also like the thing I think the thing that he gets that makes the performance work is he has that there's there's a humility to him that feels really genuine. Yeah. Like, I think, because trying to think of any other actor playing it, I think they would have come off as, like, smug or, like, kind of, I don't know, just, like, kind of kind of bullshit. But yeah, I Bill think, Pullman brings, like, a real integrity to it that makes I think, it work. Again, I think, I think you're spot on with when everybody, I feel like everybody does know the movie they're in. It's a popcorn-eating movie. So it's, again, I'm going to be, the resonant overthinker over here is going to be, uh, is probably going <laughs> to, uh, rear its ugly head right now but you know because it's like i'm watching it and there were some parts where the president like he yes i agree his performance and the character that he's supposed to play and quite frankly i think the character all of the previous parts of that movie uh and and what he's doing is setting up for that speech and the and the end scene you know you're kind of you're, you're, you're it's all a long walk to that point you know where it's like He's the fighter pilot, and he's extremely, you know, his ethics, everything that you said, you know, and then his wife dies in in the movie. Spoiler alert, sir. If you get, if you haven't seen it, you're an idiot. So just go see it, and you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll, all of this will make sense. But there should be no spoilers. No spoilers with this movie. It's Independence Day for God's no. sakes. Um, yes. And then you know his wife dies, and he's got to console his his daughter, and and all of this. Okay, stuff. Okay, and right. I have to say. Did I did I cry when little baby May Whitman said, "Is mommy sleeping yeah, now?" It's, yes, yes, it's, I did. It's it, that, that did. yes the, again blinded by technique. There's holes all throughout this movie, but the the, yeah. the key moments in the movie, all of them work. They hit it. Yeah. They hit yeah. home runs on all of the points um, because it's just it's just brilliant movie making and all and all and storytelling generally. Even though this, there's yes. plot holes all throughout the story, so I, I, I let me point. I'm just gonna, you know, pivot off of Bill Pullman and and what he said. But like, 
some yeah. of the holes with with that presidential character. The the start of it, mm. the 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 aliens are here, and for some reason, the entire Situation Room in the White House decides to watch the television screen to find out what's going on with the aliens at some point. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, like they're in there. They're all going, what's going on? How are we going to figure they're this like out? We need, to, the news. Yeah, we, better turn, we better need to get NORAD. We need to get NORAD on and figure out what we're going to do with this. And then all of a sudden there's a TV in the oval office where they go, we've got a special report and the president and everybody else is going, Oh shit, let's stop what we're doing and Ooh, find out what's, what's, what's going on with the, with the aliens. Uh, so I'm like yes. sitting there the going, aliens. yes, what's yes. going on with the aliens? So I'm sitting here going like, you're the president. CNN has to say yes, about the, the aliens. You're the president. You can probably call a better source and figure out what's going on. You don't need to watch it on television. So that, that part oh. was like, I was like, whoa, what's, yeah. what's going on here? Um, uh, and I will say this. Um, so th- that was the main point that I had with him is that he just se- he seemed so yeah um, I don't know there was just all these moments like the like the the, the key moment before the the the, uh, the but again that's just movie making perfectly but the the key moment they're sending the helicopter up with the mm. close encounters of the third kind level like flashing lights, flashing yes. lights. we're going to communicate with the aliens with flashing lights you know because we're so smart right. and let's. That's all. This is what we're going to do. We saw do. that movie. Yes, we, we saw. Yeah, we saw. Everyone here saw Close Encounters. No, know exactly what we're doing. Um, so we're gonna we're doing a Close Encounters, guys. We're gonna we're, do a Close, do a close yeah, Encounters. Do, Let's go. Yeah, all right. We're, we're doing Close Encounters. encounters. Go. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll see how it works. Um, it worked. It worked for them. That was their strategy. Get the music yeah. ready too, because they you know they like the music. Um, oh yeah. Um, but no, they get that right, and this is like a this is a operation that the white house and the military is is performing is in control of and they're watching this okay (laughs) yeah and in the middle of it they pull the president out and and why i say it's brilliant movie making because they acknowledge it the secretary of defense looks at the president go you're leaving now and i'm like yeah what the fuck dude you're leaving now you're sending a soldier into there's an a there's a fucking 15 million 15 mile spacecraft and you're sending this soldier to communicate it with it and you decide to walk out to talk to a guy to talk to i'm like i I just was losing my mind i'm like what the fuck are you doing right and the whole but but movie making wise it was brilliant they go in there the thing and it's all this stuff and and but but again, the, here are the plot holes. I'm just gonna say, uh, Jeff Goldblum's character. Okay, so Jeff Goldblum's character, who I love, it's this classic gold. Oh I'm gonna call it uh, Goldblumian. It's a Goldblumian character. You know, it's this. He's, well, he's he's so he's so fucking good in this movie. He makes you completely forget that two years earlier he just did the same role. <laughs> yes, he's Malcolm. That's all he is. He's a nerdy. He's a nerdy cool guy. He's it's Malcolm just, from Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it, he, yes. But I just want to make sure that again, this is why I, I say blinded by technique. I just yeah. want to remind everybody. He believes at this juncture that seven that he has he finds out that they have seven hours before the aliens are going to attack, and mm. he drives. From New York to D.C. 
And when he gets in the Oval Office, his father drives him. His father, yes, his father drives him. Judd Hirsch, favorite, I think, favorite performance in the movie. <laughs> yes, is Judd Hirsch. He's, he's great. I, yes, I can't. All I of it, all of it is fantastic. He, he, but I just want to remind everybody. He walks into the Oval Office to talk to the President of the fucking United States that there's an imminent attack from the 15-mile-wide spaceship that's coming, and there's 20 minutes left before this thing happens, and he is standing in the Oval Office, and he literally says... Oh, I should just and, go. I should just go. He's not going to listen to me. And, I, blah, blah, blah. and, and I'm just, like, what the fuck? You just drove seven it. hours. It's like, yeah, and he does it all so he can see his his ex wife, who he's still in love with. Right. Like, it's all just and he like puts the world. He's like, okay, I could tell them now, like seven hours, you know, before the deadline. But, but I'm gonna drive all the fucking way there. I'm and, like, dude, dude. He the world pinpoints, is ending. Like, he I don't drove think there. your marriage nah, yes, is... Yes, and you drove... I mean, let's wait. Oh, oh, like he drives all the way uh, in there. I, I just like I, I just want to remind I people do. of the timing issue. Like, they pull, yeah. he believes there's an attack. He pulls up in front of the White House, and then he yeah. goes... He triangulates where she is, plays this little gimmick, and goes, Hello, like from outside the... The the, the <laughs> yeah. fence, right? And the whole time I'm going tick tock, tick tock. The fucking thing is going to blow up here. Why aren't you moving oh, any faster, gosh. man? And then he gets oh, in timers, there, and timers. there is this like this such passive aggressive bullshit moment where they're all in there, and the press secretary has to finally yell, "Tell him, David!" And I'm like, "Tell him, David! There's a they're all going to die. You're going to die. Not just other people. You people are going to die. All of you." It's like. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I was, oh, oh no, I'm just going to walk away. Minutes. I'm just going to walk away. At one point he goes, he's not going to listen. Yeah. I'm going to walk away. Where are you going to walk away, dickface? Your only <laughs> your only solution is for is to tell them so that you survive. Otherwise, you're just like, well, I'm just going to die because I don't want to. I'm upset at my fucking ex-wife yeah. and, and, the per, and the president. I'm like, that and the whole guy part. I got in a fight with yes, yes. Know, five years ago. Right. I'm just sitting here going like. Oh God! Really? I'm like, like so. Again, <laughs> blinded by technique because shortly after that inexplicable whatever, they show the clock and they're like, you know, you're like, oh, and then you get caught up in the timing, and then all of a sudden they blow up the Close Encounters plane, and then you're you're like, everything's rushing, and so now you've forgotten about it. You're in the movie, and you're like, oh, they got to get out, get out, go, 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 and um. <laughs> Yeah, I, the whole time I'm sitting there going like, I was like, you're you're way too nonchalant for 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 yeah. what's going on, which is a general tone that I think the director selected is to keep this thing really light because millions yeah. of people die, <laughs> millions oh my God. of people. I mean, catastrophic, absolutely catastrophic. Yes, death I mean, we Just, watch we watch them die. All of them. Although I have to say, I'm going to go ahead and I will. The movie, I think, 100% holds up. Effects, not so much. Yeah, the effects were, and I remember. But I, you got to remember when we watched this originally, it was yeah blew your it mind. Mind blowing. Yeah, we were like Absolutely. holy. And it yeah, you're right. It does not hold up. Um, yeah, some of those, does, particularly the destruction scenes, are like kind of like woo. Yeah, you're like, Good. <laughs> but um. But yeah, it but was it, it was but, great then. Yeah, no, it was it was mind blowing. It was absolutely like the coolest thing ever, and it was also like <clears throat> I think 
we also tend to forget how influential this and like, kind of iconic it was because like the whole thing with like the White House exploding and mm-hmm. the Empire State Building, like this this kind of stuff became it kind of revived the disaster movie. Cause yeah. then in the late nineties, there was this whole, you know, oh, yeah. with Dante's peak and Armageddon, volcano, and Armageddon. Yeah. And volcano and deep impact deep as imp- well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. There was a, yeah. A so this kind of, of, of disaster it started movies. that whole thing. I yeah. Mean, I, I will say, say that. God, we just said the same thing. Can I, we're we'll, both, we're, I will we're both, say, first, you will say, why don't you say it? I will say that, one of the things that was really apparent this time watching it was I was very conscious of the fact that I was watching this in a, a post 9-11 world. My God, I wrote the same. You just took the words we both said I will say, and that's what I was going to really? say. I wrote down post 9-11. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I, I was like, yeah. the the I don't think you can do the – they chose to kill a lot of people in this movie and then yeah. make a lot of jokes. And yeah. they, cho- <laughs> yeah. they no. chose well, – to show a bunch of buildings blow up and and then there was like even even um David's uh Jeff Goldblum's boss the the yeah. stereotypical Harvey, homosexual kind Harvey of Harvey Fierstein. Yes, he, and he plays Harvey this Harvey played by Harvey Fierstein who I really think if you watch those scenes Jeff Goldblum is just like actively amused at yes. him and <laughs> like there are times where, where he's not acting i think he's just going like well i mean interesting right. choice for this yeah. character like, so but even uh, his death he yeah. even there's a joke when he dies he like just goes yes. oh god like oh, this god. right and so like you can't do that now yeah. you can't yeah, show no, a building well, blowing think- up like that and, and make it comical and have like a almost have it right. feel like where you can get 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 some you know almost a laugh out of it you know um, right well well this i mean in a lot of ways this movie is kind of obviously like going for a spielberg type thing like that's clearly like even the score is very john williams-esque right. in a lot of places but i think a key kind of un- way to understand spielberg versus this kind of movie is to look at the Spielberg version of this movie, which is War of the Worlds, yes. which is a fantastic movie that is very much about this kind of scenario happening in a post 9-11 world. And that's what the movie was really about. It was really about our collective like trauma and the, the dread from 9-11. And that's what that movie and, he, and also to like contrast Independence Day is this big, massive like ensemble, whereas Spielberg makes it all about this one family. Right. And that's like that's that's to me is like a key example of what people like miss when they want to do the Spielberg thing is like he doesn't make, you know, he's not going to take on more than he can chew. And he wants to make sure it's going to have the emotional impact it deserves. And that's the one thing I will say about this movie is that I found it ultimately totally engaging and entertaining. And, but I did feel, you know, like just because there are so many characters and because they obviously, they can only dedicate so much screen time to them. Not all those, those story threads are going to have the emotional impact that they should. It's, but it's it's more like they provided a function in the plot, and I know the script is telling me I should. This is a really moving moment, but I'm not like genuinely moved by it. You know, it's like yeah. like I get that this is the the, the the triumphant part of the movie, but it doesn't actually like you know, 
make me feel triumphant necessarily. Yeah, and I think, um, and I, it's so funny. I, I'm I'm really second guessing whether or not we're 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 good podcast partners because you're just literally thinking the exact same things, and it's like we're just going to regurgitate what we're thinking because I literally was thinking the alternative to this post 9-11 was War of the Worlds. And and yeah. you can see the difference in those two movies. Yes, I agree. Spielberg chooses, chooses to, to focus on one, which is much more intimate, and you have a much more um, the emotion. And to your point where the characters don't pay off in Independence Day, they wholeheartedly pay off in War of the Worlds because you're invested in a such a long story arc that you don't get yeah. with the other ones. Um, and, um, but again, I think they're two different movies made in two different, yeah. wholly different times, totally. even though they're only 10 years apart. Um, you know, war of the worlds is post nine 11 and the other one is, a, is pre and it is independence day is like a popcorn summer blockbuster. And I feel like war of the worlds was, was not kind of built as that. Intense. And, yeah. and, yeah, I know that was a that was a shame. I kind of feel like Spielberg. It would have, I think, it would have been. Well, the movie was, I think, really successful. But I think it, it would have. It, calling it War of the Worlds made it seem more epic than it was, because even though it was epic in terms of like what he accomplished in scope, it was very intimate, and I think it gave the wrong impression of the movie. You know, because um, I think people were expecting, oh, this is going to be like a big it's Tom Cruise and it's going to be like right. Independence Day kind of thing. And it totally wasn't at all. Um, but, but I, I like think it. that's a good example of like because of, like a lot of people will try will they'll, they'll get all of the like the elements of a Spielberg type movie, but they they don't have the touch that he has. And it's it's in. And, and I always know that I see that when I watch a movie that's kind of aiming for that. To me, I just really see that it always reminds me of like the, what makes him so great. Right. Kind of era, kind of uh, unimitatable. Yeah. He Inimitable. knows he knows how much weight to put behind each individual yes. kind of scene and moment. And he doesn't. Yes. And he knows when and he knows when to rein it in. Yeah. Too. That's yeah. The thing. And he's willing to have fun with stuff. Like he he can yeah. recognize in the moment that this is an absurd thing, and he'll kind of just let it be totally. light and not not try to totally. you know and, try to do something else. And, yeah. and this movie had some great, some genuinely funny moments that I loved. I think, I mean, most of them are Jeff Goldblum yeah. and Judd Hirsch, who I I really want to see a spinoff movie just about him and those two. Oh my road god, trip that would Washington. be such a great movie. How fun! Like how amazing! I mean, they could do it now. I mean, they you know, should do it now. I it mean, Judd Hirsch, after... by the way, is only he's only seventeen years younger than Jeff Goldblum, so um, <laughs> he's playing his dad in the movie. But uh, but no, they should totally. I would wait. Kill he's younger. That movie. I just, yeah, he's seven. Judd Hirsch is seventeen years younger than Jeff Goldblum. No, less than twenty years. Yes, he is. He's younger. He was so. He's young. He's younger than Jeff Goldblum, but he's but he's playing his dad. Years. Who am I? Am I missing? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, the oh, other way God, around. I'm sorry. No, Judd Hirsch is Judd Hirsch. I'm looking at my my note, and it's this is what it says. Judd Hirsch is only 17 years younger than Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Yeah, so Judd Hirsch is older, but only by 17 years. That's, okay. I was trying okay. to say the reverse that of that. All right. So I was like, there's no way that he's, he's playing younger. His dad. But yeah. Well, no. right. Well, that's like Indiana Jones. You know, Sean Connery is only twelve years older than Harrison Ford in in uh, Last Crusade, but the, it it works. You buy it. Um, you buy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
two, I want to point out a couple other things that 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 were really uh, grating on me. Uh, this this mm-hmm. entire movie. Okay, the first one is is when uh, Jeff Goldblum is uh, presenting his plan to the president and all of the advisors about how they're going to upload the virus and do all of this. Right. And the sniveling little defense secretary is arguing with him saying, this is ridiculous and all this. And I am screaming at the television screen going motherfucker, a nuclear bomb just failed. What is the alternative? You guys are like, what is the alternative? He's like arguing with this plan. And I'm like, you got nothing guys. Yeah. It's crazy. So he's like, what the I hell else are you going to do? Friends with the aliens. Yeah. I'm like, what is the alternative? You don't have another yeah, plan. It's I, not like I, there was this other plan that like he's no. advocating for. It's like, let's just keep shooting nuclear warheads at him until nothing <laughs> happens. Like it's like, yeah. it was just but so inferior nuclear warheads. Right. So the second, um, but hold on before we, before I, I'm going to tell yeah. you the second one, cause it's tied to this. Okay. And it's Randy yeah. Quaid's, uh, uh-huh. Randy Quaid's character. Who continually yes. tells that he gets kidnapped by aliens, and even after they've there, there are literally aliens that you're going to <laughs> kill, and everyone yeah. is rolling their eyes at him that he's been that taken is- by aliens. And I'm going, why are you be dismissing this? Like I- the aliens are killing you. Like what? Uh- why is this crazy? The guy's not crazy. Clearly, you're like, well, maybe <laughs> fucking. It's so annoying. I was like, <laughs> it is the nonchalant like reaction to what's happening. In line yes. with that, I, my moment was when Will Smith and his um, comical sidekick Harry Connick Jr. Who, who, by the way, his, whose name? Oh, you're movie, yes, really, you remembered should, him. Yes, just be. Uh, I'm gonna die. Like, is it just be like? Right. Yeah, don't. It just just be dead. It's like in Hot Shots, the character Dead Meat. Yeah, the one who's just don't, you know is gonna die. Don't get he attached might as well just to me. Wearing a sign. Yeah, don't so, get attached to me. And um, is he a reverend? Because it's a totally mixed message on who what this guy's background is. I'm not a hundred percent certain, oh, but yes, go ahead with your oh, statement because I know where you're going with this, and yes, it upset me too. The nonchalance. The scene thing. when when they're when they come in and they're preparing, they're preparing to go and and fight aliens. Like after they're going to go after like, this is real. Five cities, what? five cities worth of people yes. have died. It's yes. not like they're Billions. just going. To, it's not like they're going. It's not the happy-go-lucky soldiers that are going to do the fucking uh, close encounters mission. They had hope no. that maybe these are nice ET like aliens, but no, they're not ET like no. aliens. They're the Worst disastrous, murderous alien like Sigourney Weaver aliens, and they're here. And like all of this has happened, literally, and then the worst case scenario possible. Yes, of anything, of anything is happening. Yes, it's happening, and yet Will Smith is super anxious about getting into NASA. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because the first thing he says is he's he's like he sees an envelope yes. in his locker. He's like, oh, oh boy, oh boy, can you got to open it for me? I can't open it. Like, oh. dude, you are about to go fight fucking aliens. Aliens. Aliens are taking over what? the fucking world, and you are concerned about your promotion. Yeah. Well, not it's only like, that, but it's like what? It's like, but I just. Uh, I couldn't. I just. 
it i was like i yeah. can't and i never and it, this had never occurred to me before but watching it now i'm just like again it's blinded by technique shit. that's what i'm saying there's holes yeah. everywhere but that is like that scene is there for a different reason it doesn't matter it's not there for yeah. the actual thing that is happening it's there yeah. to provide like a you know the them their relationship it's, and what's going on there and kind of give a backstory of what this guy's doing and then that's it yeah. it's not for what is actually supposed yeah. to be there but then when you sit and listen to it you're like why the fuck are you even caring about this like yeah. not only that but you're but one of the cities one of the cities that blew up had the woman that you're holding the ring that you were going to give to her like in the moment like it's just everything doesn't match yes. at all like there is no yeah. matching of what should be happening like you should be totally anxious or whatever and again this is where i come back to and this is at that moment is when i wrote down is when i wrote down you couldn't do this in a post 911 world because because we saw how people actually reacted when two buildings when two buildings went down and 2000 people died and we know what that looks like and how people react. And so the nonchalance, you could believe that in 1996 that people would be kind of whatever about it, you know, because it had never happened. And post, it's like, you can't like, you know, if like people would be totally different. So it, it like, yeah. That part it's doesn't a totally hold different up. Experience. Yeah, because you're just like, yeah, there's it's... no way that the human being would be like this. <laughs> Millions of yeah. people died. We saw what 2,000 people caused. It's like, you, exactly. it wouldn't happen like that. So I was like, yeah, that moment is when I wrote down the post 9 11 because I was just like, no, that that, yeah. that is so unrealistic that, pe- that, that he would be that nonchalant about it. They, that the, the moment he yeah. realizes you see any concern that his potential fiance is maybe dead is when he's in the plane. And yeah. then and then Harry Connick Jr. makes a joke. I'm and, sure she's all right. Yeah. And then goes, or as the good reverend would say, and I'm like I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? You guys are flying to to presumably possibly um, your death. Well, actually no, presumably your death. They've killed millions of people. And like yeah. You're it's not like the odds are not good. Right. The odds are not in your favor. The odds are not in your favor. It was just you know, no. it was like um Yeah. Uh, oh, it was just such a, a weird and kind of disorienting feel. But again, I think I, I'm gonna just restate it and kick the horse while it's dead again um it is a post you can it's a pre 911 film you could get away yeah. with being that cheery after <laughs> after killing millions of people and also kind of along those lines for me another aspect of bill pullman's performance and character that i was surprised by is i actually like it, it felt like a, a a fairy tale or like a fantasy after you know, four years of having a fucking narcissistic lunatic in the White House right. to see a president like that, like was almost right. like, like it was like nostalgic. It was like yeah. it was like you know, like because it was such a because he's such a fairy tale sort of version of a president. It, but it was almost kind of like a, a, like that was one of the pleasures of the movie was just to imagine like can you imagine having a president like that. That like when the aliens come, he refuses to evacuate. You know, right? Like, right are you right. like, dude? It's yeah, and it, like I, I feel like at the end of this movie, 
America just did away with term limits and just let him be president forever. Like, I feel like he had achieved that by the end. Although I don't think he would, he wouldn't, of course, he wouldn't do it because he's got way too much integrity. Yeah, well, I would just, yeah, he'd be the George Washington (laughs) and walk away again. I I think um, the other thing was is that I just, you know, he gives that stirring speech, right? And he's a fighter pilot. And he's the only... Because you remember, the aliens killed all the Joint Chiefs and the Vice President and everybody. Like, they moved all those people to this other base, and then the aliens killed them all. So, like, all that's left is presumably the President. And his solution is, I'm going to go fly... I'm going to go fight in this battle. And I'm sitting there going, like, well, who's the backup? Like, where... Like, who's in... I mean, not that I should be worried about this, because, like, all... Like, so many people have died. Like, presumably... Right, these these ships have moved from New York in the initial phase, and they went to other cities and blew them up too. I think at this point, like it's not like so. Oh yeah. So and then the the last hole that I uh, that I wrote down in this in the plot movie is that they finally, uh, you know, they 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 take down, they blow up the Randy Quaid has his heroic martyrdom kind of you know sacrificial mm. sacrificial moment where he flies into the right. into the ship right and um he it starts to crash and i'm like everybody is 20 <laughs> stories underground underneath a 15 mile spaceship now and i'm like how the hell are they they're done they're, they're out they're, they're, they're trapped <laughs> there's no way they can get out all of those people died. All of those people died. I'm like, I, I just, I'm looking at oh it and going, God. wait a second, they're all, they're all, they're all underneath that. Like, where, where, how do they yeah. get out? And like minutes later, they're out smart. minutes later. Somehow they're out minutes later because they go find, they go find Goldblum and 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 Will Smith, who are. Oh wait, let me go oh. back to the Will Smith part because and we need we need to talk oh. about Will Smith and the effect. We need to get into it, but like. I, I really liked Will Smith in this movie. I, I remember what now watching it. I remember why I, everyone liked him so much because I liked him too. I thought he was oh, yeah. very winning in this movie. Oh, yeah. I liked him a lot. No, there's uh, no mistake. When he was he's a fucking movie star. Like I oh remember my. seeing this in the theater. Yeah, I've been. It's rare. Like I had very few of those experiences where I watched someone in a movie like on the big screen was like, oh okay, that's a fucking movie star. Right, that's the guy. Like, right, I don't know. and yeah. and um, he. But I want to again. I'm obviously picking holes in this thing because it's just there's a lot of them. But the yeah. he's crashes in the desert, right? And he yeah. he's taken down the alien. He crashes in the desert. He punches the alien in the head and goes, "Welcome to yeah. Earth." You know, applause. Yeah. I remember that being a huge applause line in yeah. in the in the '90s. That thing was a when that happened, it was like, oh my god, it was so great, right? Everyone yeah. loved it. I don't know yeah. that it held up as good the second time, but no, I loved it. I still love it. Did you? Okay, well, it it it's there. But he's I again, I just he's he's in like a salt flat, I guess. He's in like the blinding yes. white desert and he's I, dragging yeah, I, a presumably yeah. like very heavy alien with no yeah. water. Just no. and I'm going like I'm I'm looking I'm like what what is your plan? Like you're, yeah, you're yeah, hundreds I did. of miles away from anything, and you're dragging this. I'm like, what is the plan? It's yeah, 
I don't know. He, I mean, I guess he was, he was uh, going to that, that military base scene, right. which turns out, of course, to be He's in the opposite Area direction. 51, by the way, which is like a huge, that was like the big, um, I will say I did like the scene on the salt flats, the image of all the RVs oh, like it, approaching him. Blinded awesome. by technique. That's, like my, that's probably my favorite moment. In the blinded movie. by technique. It's visually yeah. stunning. It's great. Cin- cinematography is fantastic. And and yes, seeing them ride across the, the it's awesome. It's an amazing thing. And, and yeah. in the initial watching of that, I remember thinking this is great. And you're just kind of like, wow, this is so visually wonderful to watch that I'm, you know, I, who cares that he's just randomly walking? You know, he's just dragging, dragging, yeah. dragging it in the wrong direction, mind you, because all the RVs right. are going the opposite direction, and so they, they yeah. it's not like they all turned around. I think they just he got on and was like, oh, now I'm going to go further, um, yeah. go back the way I came, um, <laughs> you know. But and and then I will I will say this: Will Smith um, and Jeff Goldblum they've blown up the the their interaction to me was the I don't know that was my favorite their their I thought their chemistry was fantastic um, oh yeah them talking yeah. and Goldblum going going what no 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 oops no oops that way you know like yeah. just all of it yes yes oops. yes 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 <laughs> like yeah. all of it you know and must it, go faster he repeats he repeats <laughs> the line from Jurassic Park in this yes. movie and it still works oh, it works again yes he's he's um so I, I just think that they, you know, it, it, but they've blown up the spaceship. They've crash landed back on the same salt flat, right in the same spot where he dropped the other alien, so. and 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 all, and evidently the aliens from 1950 also crash landed there. So it, uh, something going on with that salt flat. But yeah, <laughs> the coolest walk, the two of yes. them walking, particularly Goldblum. Goldblum yeah, okay. has this kind of Sammy yeah. Davis Jr. kind of swagger yeah. thing that he's doing, which is yeah. just you want to know what, what my what my last note is? What for that referring to that shot? Goldblum is way sexier than Will Smith. Yes, he is just yes. owning it. Will Smith is doing Dude, kind of an in, like a like a like a, is, a, a, a a really masculine kind of like I'm gonna walk like a like I'm oh, really God. you know but. Goldblum is again Amazing is walking walk. like Sammy Davis Jr. or he's just kind of he's got this like yes he's he's just owning he, it. It's a wonderful he visual. Is like oh my god, yeah, he's like I don't know, man. He's like a gift. I don't know. I don't know how to describe Jeff Goldblum. He's he doesn't move. He moves at his own velocity. He's yes. Like he has his he's in like his own time zone. Like I don't, he is like oh so so such a joy. And everything. Yeah, I think. I, I so my I, favorite. My favorite moment of Jeff Goldblum, I think, in this movie, is when he's telling them their final plan. Which I did laugh at that the big aha moment was to give the, the aliens a computer virus. Right. Well, that made me laugh. But it's because this is like this was like right like, I mean, this is like right before they could not use that as an excuse. Like it was, or like it was. Uh, it was an when option. People, when like you just 10 say, oh, computer ago. virus, and yeah. You did, there had to be no further explanation. That is definitely not something that you can get away with today. Like that's like we would have already tried that like day one. Well, but you have to remember, like this, we're talking about how this like started a string of like disaster movies. But you know, right around the same time, you have all these computer movies in which like 
it's the dawn yes. of like all this stuff. You had hackers and you had the net with Sandra Bullock. You took the words. Hackers, you and I are yeah. on the same like wavelength here today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. um, you had all these movies about like the internet, like getting having this like web and the virus and and all this stuff was coming about at the exact same time. And so it's like yeah. you're right. It's like the virus at in 1995, 96. That was like, ooh, that's a plot twist. Now it's like, yeah, you're like, absolutely right. You're like, you're like, what the fuck are you talking? about? I didn't about? even think of that. Yeah, like, yeah, that was that was. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, but um, yeah. but yeah. So my favorite, my favorite Jeff Goldblum moment is after he gets done explaining the plan, and and he's like, I think that then that'll give you enough time to you know take them, take them, take them out, <laughs> take, take them out. down, do your thing. Do your, your stuff <laughs> best line uh, in the movie. but i so and, and okay so here's the last note that i put down on my sheet okay mm. is somehow these aliens are super smart and also super dumb as what the last oh, thing yes. I wrote. because i want to point out as a fan of neil degrasse tyson and i listen to some neil degrasse tyson all the time and he he's my uh favorite astrophysicist and he explains the universe in such great detail that I love him and he would he he I can't imagine what he would say about this because this this is like his biggest pet peeve with anybody who yeah. talks about aliens is that the belief that somehow an alien race sophisticated enough to build all of the things we saw do all of the things we saw and get across light years of universes like to get to this moment would be yeah. would be defeated by you know would have any weakness at all would would be de- would be defeated by a a computer virus that looks like it came out of like uh Fortnite or or Minecraft because the graphics on it are like 16 bit it's a little yeah a little like skull thing right you know, I'm like I'm like and laughing, and the presumption that like David, the Jeff Goldblum's character is going to get in here and get into the like, like why, why, why do they assume that he that his computer is going to be able to talk with the host? Like, I, I there's just, I, I guess they have their own. I guess they have a spacecraft there, so they could test that. But I just am thinking like, there's a lot of assumptions yeah, in this, like of of yeah. Again, that's why I say let off with this blinded by technique because by the time like you would never notice that unless no and like you don't sit down and stop watching it i remember seeing this movie in the theater and that the what i remember specifically the moment when it was clear like that they were going to go to area 51 and it was one of those moments where like i looked at my friend and we just went like Oh shit! You know, it's like those are always fun moments. Yeah, that was the big one where it's like, oh my god, they're gonna do Area Fifty One, and then they have the 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 alien and stuff, yeah. and then and then when they got in the, the 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 ship and flew up to the mothership, I was like, oh my god, this is so awesome! So like, I definitely still had that nostalgic kind of like, you know charge from watching it because it's it is like it's just super entertaining it was a blast to watch it's an entertaining movie Uh, as a popcorn movie uh, it's it it holds up you know it's just very much so a pre-9-11 movie and um and also the other thing apart from the the 9-11 thing i think 
another thing that was very glaring was the fact that we only get like very brief glimpses of anywhere outside America. And yes. it's like, and it's like as if the world is sitting around waiting for America to call. But that like, is, that well, is, they'll call today. That is totally pre nine 11. That is totally pre nine 11. Right. Right. Yeah. That was, that was another thing I noticed. I was like, Oh wow. This is like, it would definitely be like, if this movie was made today, it would like be about, there'd be so much more diversity and it would be about not just America, but other places right. in the world, you know? So yeah. I, I did. That was another thing that didn't really hold up quite so well. No, but it. I mean, but it did fit nicely within that time frame because you have to remember. I mean, like 1995. We're talking like post uh, Berlin Wall falls down, and you know, and the Soviet Union's collapsed, and so in this brief moment, the United States is it's viewed as there's one superpower, which is the United States, and mm-hmm. so the yeah the the way I mean the the time that this is being shot and and conceived that is the reality of the time it's just now we're like wow that's just not the case at all anymore and it wouldn't go and again it's post 9-11 because it's like you're like it, this would not happen like this um well let's before we end it we got to dive into the will smith uh we talked about how cool he was but i want to yes. what's your uh did you have any reservations about watching him did you did you watch him and go who I don't know if I can, if I can watch this now. I mean, how'd you feel about it? Because I, mm. I, I had some feelings. Yeah. Uh, well, I honestly, it did not affect my enjoyment of the movie or his performance at all. Um, it, I mean, that whole thing is like that's a whole can of worms, you know, and it's in itself. We're talking it was, about the slap, obviously. Yes, the, the infamous slap moment. And yeah, it was horrible. It was like, I remember when it happened, I didn't see the Oscars. So I just, it was the next day and I saw it around like on social media and stuff. And I was like, oh, and I, of course, I just assumed, oh, this must have been like a bit they did. Yeah, so did I when and, that came And then out. I read, but then I, I read more and was like, oh, okay, hang on. And then I watched the clip and I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, and oh, well, they must have escorted him out. What's the problem? And then they go, he got a standing ovation when he won the Oscar. And I'm like, what the No, fuck? yeah, no, there was, there was no, the response, well, the lack of the response was really the part that like bugs me the most is that just, they didn't, yeah, yeah. They just let him go on stage and get his fucking award. And then, yeah, I, that was, it was awful in a lot of ways just because like, I remember it made me sick. Like it did not like I was disgusted, but like it made me sick to my stomach yeah. because it felt like when you, when you have like a unexpected, like confrontational encounter, or even if you're just in earshot of it mm-hmm. and you get that like horrible sinking feeling, like that's how it felt because it was fucking Will Smith, like doing that. And he, and like, there are so many layers to that because I, I thought about this too, is that like, he he had to know he was going to win that night because he was cleaning up and it was definitely like there was no question he was going to get that Oscar. Right. So then you go, OK, is this a guy who whose attitude was, well, shit, I'm going to win the fucking Oscar so I can just do whatever I want and go up the stage and slap this guy? Or is it self-sabotage? Yeah, I don't <laughs> In know. In a big I... way. You well, know what I mean? It's well, so, it's, if it's self sabotage, he succeeded because I cannot watch him. I, I, he, it, really? it is, yeah, it is, it's tough. I mean, I look, I, he was young enough in this that I can almost think of him as a different person, but like, 
looking back on some of the movies he's done now, it's really hard for me to watch because I just I start mm. to view it in this like God, you're just so in your own head that you think that what you like you could do that and get away with it and and all like it just I can't watch him anymore. And so, anyways, it's like as I was watching it, I just every time I he was you know speaking, I was like. Oh, you know, yeah, he's funny and it's kind of cool and all this stuff, but but then I'd go, oh god, it's just the guy's freaking nuts, and like I I just so I I have a really hard time I have a really hard time with it, and he has so many great movies in this time period because it's just like he was really hot at this moment. Watching it, like I I I still enjoyed his performance and saw totally why he became such a huge star after. Right. The only thing I I did think I did notice was. He had kind of lost his sparkle, you know, like I think that was the thing is like because I remember watching him and just being like just remember seeing him when I was a kid and like just how amazing he was. And he always seemed like such a great guy and everything. And so watching it, that that was gone. But I don't know. That's I mean, this thing touches on the whole incident touches on a lot of different things, I think. Um, Like I honestly kind of afterwards, I mean, my feelings about it are I mean, there's no question that what he did was wrong. And I think maybe if the response had been better and he'd actually like been punished for it, I think maybe people would be quicker to have empathy, but um, because there was no real response, it just looks like it looks just really gross. And I personally think that um, he obviously is going through some serious shit because nobody who's doing, nobody who's doing okay does something like that. No, I mean, that's just so, crazy. I mean, he, yes. Anyways. And so my, my feeling, well, my feeling is just that, so he did the thing, you know, I agree. He should have been escorted out. He should not have gotten his award, but then, you know, beyond that, it's like, okay, well, you know, people, people can change. People can grow people. I don't think people should be, you know, defined by one mistake they made. And I mean, and obviously, you know, unless it's a serious crime, you know, which in this case, it was a crime. He assaulted the guy. And if it had been, if it had been dealt with at the time, you know, it would have been, you know, slightly different. But personally, I just, I don't, I'm not ready to write him off or anything. I mean, I think it was incredibly fucked up, obviously. Um, but I'm sure it's done irreparable damage to his career and his whole image. Oh, and, I got to imagine. He's suffering because of it. Yeah. So. Well, he's getting repercussions but, for it. I just think, I, I, yeah. I, I. Anyways, we're, we're, I'm not, well, I shouldn't say I'm not writing him off. I just can't, it's not that I'm writing him off. It's not like I'm saying, fuck him, I hate him, blah, 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 blah. Because I still have this feeling like I... He's one. He's he's one of those movie stars that were that was kind of like Tom Cruise. I mean, Tom Cruise can be is crazy too um, in different ways. But um, but he was one of those movie stars that like everything he did was just good. It was enjoyable to watch. Yeah. He didn't really make clunkers and stuff yeah. that you didn't want to like just watch. And so I yes. liked him for that because every movie that came out, you were kind of like, oh, this for is going to be good. And it's going to be, yeah, for a long time, a lot of movies. And still there's a lot of movies that I go, oh, that's just a good movie. Um, yeah. But I just have a really hard time. What is frustrating is that every time I see it, I'm like, I just don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, it just reminds me I don't want to watch that again. Um, and it's only because of what happened with the slap. I'm just kind of yeah. 
over with it. So that's a little sad. So that that kind of felt, um, you know, kind of stirred up in me watching watching Independence Day. But uh, I think we both say that it holds up. Um, you know, but you, it's another Absolutely. one of these. It's it's another one of these movies that you got to check your. Uh, Check reality at the door as, yeah, and say, right, as as to quote Dennis Quaid of Inner Space, you know, it's a leave your brain at the door kind of movie. Leave it at your brain at the door kind of movie. I agree. And if you do that and you just are there to watch it to have a good time Blast. and watch some people die in horrific explosions and 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 laugh about it, it's, but very unrealistic explosions. Very unrealistic uh, explosions, but uh, it's a. Uh, I, I do think it holds up. I just think you need to really check your brain at the door because there's some <laughs> there's some questionable uh, uh, tone in in the movie now that doesn't hold up. Um, but uh, we gotta we gotta choose our next our, our next next uh, movie yeah. here. Uh, so we did 90s. We're gonna go mm-hmm. back to the 80s uh, mm-hmm. for the next mm-hmm. one. Um, and okay. let's uh, let's let's do okay. number. This is one through sixty, by the way. Okay, one through sixty. Let's do number fifty-one. Fifty-one is Stripes. Stripes. Oh, that's a good movie. Oh, Bill that's Murray. A, that's a good movie. I'm glad we're doing that. That's an '80s movie. I feel like that's, that's so close yeah. to the '70s. When did that come out? It's '81. Oh, so. Okay, it is close to the '70s. Okay, this is going to be a good one because this one's a '81s. Yeah. Pre pre us being born, pre me being born, pre being you're being born. So it it's is. it's forty two years old. Um, yeah, this is. We're we're gonna get to see. Early, if, this is. We're gonna get close to some culture changes here, where where the sense of humor is gonna be dramatically different on this, and I'm 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 intrigued to see how this holds up to see if there's some jokes yeah. that uh, that you're like, ooh, that doesn't that doesn't. Play I'm sure now. there's gonna be. A handful. That's least. a great cast too, because you got it's John Candy and Bill Murray and Harold Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Yep. Um, who's the Sergeant, Sergeant Hulk? Um, yeah, uh, Warren Oates. Is that Warren Oates? Sergeant. Well, Hulk he's, the, he's the Warren Oates is the he's the yeah he's like the 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 like drill sergeant drill sergeant yeah Sergeant yeah. Hulka yeah the big toe yeah he's, he's our great. big toe yeah um, yeah no great this I, I'm I'm excited about this movie. Um, all right. All right. So stripes. We're gonna do that next week. Well, um, all right, Matt. So uh, another one in the books. Yeah, I, I, we did it. I mean, we did it. I just it was fun. To, it was just fun to watch that movie again, and truly one of the like uh, seminal sort of you know summer movies of our childhood. I would say.